Thank you for listening to The Luminous Mind. Remember to subscribe to our free podcast so you won't miss any of our illuminating content. Here is episode 230. For me, writing a book is not about just the book. It is everything about who you are. And what I try and get people to do is connect to their core message. Benjamin Franklin once said, Do not curse the darkness, rather light a candle instead. If you are ready to set your mind on fire, then prepare yourself for the luminous mind with your host, Rebecca Bowman. Today's Firestarter is Del Darley. Del is a writer and coach. She spends her time writing blogs and books, creating and teaching online and coaching others to do the same to build their personal brand. She lives in the hills of Spain and has three rescue dogs and has a keen interest in naturopathic nutrition and health. Welcome, Del. Hello, and thank you very much, Rebecca. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear more about your writing, coaching, and your online courses. But before we get into any of that, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, you already you already said I live in the peace peace of the hills of Spain with my three beautiful dogs. I have one of them with me, so hopefully she won't bark. But uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. I have a supply of biscuits to uh, make sure that they don't do anything too <laughs> naughty. So I, I moved to Spain a couple of years ago, and it is absolutely the most perfect place to come to to write which is you know which is what I love to do and also in terms of coaching you can be you know you you know what it's like you can coach anywhere for you know providing you've got an internet access you can coach anywhere so I spend most of my days writing and being a slave to my dogs and making what I call healthy cakes so you know we, we you said that you know I have a keen interest in naturopathic nutrition so I studied that a, a couple of years ago when I had some health issues and uh, you know I don't buy any processed food so if I want cake I have to go and make cake, and it, but it has to be healthy. It has to be healthy cake. So it's a cake that we all enjoy because you can imagine the three little doggies sitting there drooling while I eat. So it has to be good for them too. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty much me in a, in a nutshell. Nature loving, food loving, doggy loving, writing loving. Well, I love how having health problems kind of moves us into being able to go to kind of more natural things and that naturopathic type of medicine. It's amazing. So I'd love it if you'd give us some background of what led you to your life's mission and message. You know, I'd love to hear the story kind of behind that. Okay. Um, I don't remember the exact point that I realized that writing was healing. I, what I do know is, you know, I've had some big challenges in my life and I discovered that through journaling that I could get clarity, that I could move myself forward. I, you know, I spent a lot of time uncovering all kinds of stuff. You know, I won't go into the, the stuff that happened to me as a kid, but all of those things impacted me in terms of like my self-worth, my self-love and stuff like that. So I found journaling to be the most 
powerful, incredible thing. And I'd come out of a corporate career. I'd been, I joined the IT industry many, many years ago, and I'd progressed through all kinds of different jobs and ended up doing um, executive coaching. So I knew that I always, you know, I wanted to work with people to help them to kind of expand their horizons. And, you know, even in those corporate days, I would give people a journal, a pen and say, go and write. So I started teaching journaling. And then I started to get a lot of clients who'd been through some really traumatic stuff. And what happened was, was that I used a book writing process to take them through their life, but they never wanted to publish the books. So that's where that started, the book coaching. So that we went through this process of, of writing the story and healing through the, the writing of the words. And then, as these things often do, someone said, I'd like to publish. And then someone else wanted to publish. And so I started to learn about the publishing process. And with a background in IT, you know, it was pretty easy to learn all of those things. So I started to develop... Um, different ways of enabling people to plan and write and publish their books and that just continued and then I started writing courses and I wrote all different kinds of courses on all different ways of 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 writing and then turning writing you know turning your books into courses you know blogging your books all sorts of stuff so it kind of became that I I I spent all my time helping other people to write these very powerful books and helping them then to, to turn them into courses. And then really what's happened from there is that a lot of those books were very practical, not a huge amount. It kind of, everything's kind of gone in a big circle. So we've come all the way back round now and I am working with people who have got immensely powerful stories but a whole pile of what I call divine wisdom and so the books are part story and then part in part imparting that wisdom and they are just incredible the That's stories are amazing I'm so I'm humbled and honored with some of the people um, that I work with and you um, you actually know somebody that I have worked with and they are just so inspiring yeah yeah for sure and I love how you talk about how it's you know your life's kind of circled back around because I think if we look at like the highs and lows of our life it helps us really feel or understand what our mission is on this earth, you know, of how we can help other people. You know, what are some ways that you help people in your bio? We talked about how you help them build their personal brands. Is that part of, you know, trying to figure out who they are and what their life's mission is, you know, the stuff behind yes. that. So what are some yeah. ways that you do that? Okay. So for me, writing a book is not about just the book. It is everything about who you are. And what I try and get people to do is connect to their core message. So they need to know what their vision is. They need to know what their core message for their business is and their core message for their book and link all of those things together as well as looking at their values. So I try to get them to see what is the bigger picture around what you're trying to do. So when we know what that big picture is, 
it's like this. It just all starts to fall into place because it's pointless writing a book unless it connects to that thing that you are here to do. So we are all here to do something. I believe absolutely that all the books that all these inspirational people are writing are part of kind of like a galactic library. And if they know what their mission is by writing their book and linking it to their, their brand and and what it is that they're here to do, they will inspire, even if it's only one other person, to make a big change in their life. So it's it's really getting down to what is that core message. And if we hold that in our heart and we know what that core message is, then writing the book should be easier. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'd love to hear maybe some challenges that you had, you know, as you were kind of circling your way back around to your core message and what you've learned from that. But I, I would feel like that's a process that any person can kind of take themselves through. You know, I want to hear like the challenges that you had and maybe what you learned from that. So in terms of challenges, I've had a lot of um, personal challenges. So in, in 2014, I discovered that the person that I was married to was living a double life. And six weeks later, I packed up my motor home and I had two dogs at the time, put the dogs in and I drove to Spain and I came to a house that needed a, a reform. So I bought it as a as a kind of a doer-upper, as a holiday home, never planned to live here. So I had a massive, massive upheaval in my life. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, so when I, got to, when I got to Spain, I thought, oh, it's fine. I'll just set myself a desk up and I'll carry on. And I had a problem after problem after problem with my technology to the point that I'd been working on a big online book program and um, it was, I remember it being a Saturday and I'd put all the final touches together and all I had to do was put a membership um, module on and it deleted my entire site. Now I've been working wow. on this for months and it was hard work. And um, when I went back to my hosting company, they hadn't backed me up for three days. So I, oh and I sat there and I thought, after all of the things I've been through and all of the technology issues. So I decided to scrap it, but I actually moved my content to a, a different online platform and worked with that. The problem with that was, was that their pricing structure wasn't great, but it, it didn't matter. I had a home for my, my work. And then my next challenge was that one of my dogs pulled me over and hurt my ribs. So, I've in in between, you know, doing my coaching and trying to build online platforms, I had some massive health issues. And what I learned from it is that despite everything, first of all, you know, you need to learn to your body, learn to listen to your body, you need to slow down. And um, when I first took my ribs, I spent about six months sitting on the sofa, I was in agony. But I wrote, I wrote hundreds of thousands of words. And uh, what, I, what I got from that was, because I'd spent so long rushing around, what I got from that was I started to actually really listen to what it was that I loved about what I do. And I learned that what I wanted 
more than anything else was to really only work with people who had these very powerful stories. I no longer wanted to do the very practical how-to books. So although they were they they were my bread and butter, it was I found a space. I really I kind of really I found who I was. I learned to love me. I went through some phenomenal changes in terms of who I was because I was in pain. But I, like you said, that circle thing, I just kept, I kept coming back to, well, you know, if I've got to heal me, then where does that take me in terms of my writing and what kind of people would I like to work with? And it just it just changed me. And I found, you know, different processes, different ways of helping people to connect. It just it was it was amazing. It was amazing. It was painful, but it was absolutely amazing in that coming back full circle, different processes, different kinds of of books and stories and just a different way of working with with my with my clients. Wow. Well, I love how sometimes we have to go through a little bit of pain and that, you know, the questioning that we get and all of that to help us really figure out who we are. How do you feel like your paradigm changed over time and with experience as you're going through these struggles and you're working through this? I mean, how do you feel like you've changed over that period to where you are now? So back in 2016, I hurt my ribs. In the summer, I learned I had an overactive thyroid. I very much really started tapping into as I said me as a person the biggest thing I learned was how to listen to the voices so you know I have a tendency to be a workaholic so I you know every time I tried to to work too hard as it were I was slowed down so I learned this this way of just pacing life but the my big my biggest thing was learning to love me and that really set the scene for January of this year when my spine fractured and I learned that I had osteoporosis and I won't swear on your program but mm-hmm. um I you know I'd been healing my ribs I'd gone through this enormous change in terms of learning to slow down to to to, to love me to let go of clutter, toxic people, you name it, I did it. I just, you know, I cleansed my house, I cleansed my body, I cleansed my soul. And then, you know, I start. I was starting to feel like I was getting on track. And, um, you know, in January, I leant over to pick something up and I heard three loud cracks and this searing pain. And I looked up at the ceiling and I swore. And it's like, what the do you want from me now and I'm standing there my doggies you know I've just been playing with my dogs and they were all excited I'm like oh my goodness me I can't breathe so I couldn't breathe there was this awful pain and I just stood there and went okay okay that's it I'll, I'll listen some more what is it you would like me to do and um uh, you know, it, it was horrendous. I'm laughing at it, but it was horrendous. I spent 16 days in bed. Um, I put my dogs in kennels because I couldn't look after them. I, I actually, I tell you, the other big thing I learned was I'm a very, very strong woman. When someone says, can I help you? I'm like, no, I can do that myself. I learned how to ask for help oh, and to yeah. be gracious, to be gracious and humble and um 
have such gratitude because you know when something like your spine fractures it's like your entire support system the foundation of who you are as a person is broken it's fractured and although I'd done all of that work when all those other things happened, this was this was the universe saying to me, you now need to heal all of you. Every single thing that you've been putting off, I, we're now going to shove it in your face and we're going to make you heal. And, you know, asking for help. It's, you know, I live in a three, an old courtillo. And it's three stories and I have to lug logs upstairs. You know, I don't have central heating. I have log burners. And in the winter, it gets very cold. And I'm constantly saying, can you carry my logs upstairs? Can you do my shopping for me? And can you do this? And can you do that? And can you water my plants? And it's just, oh, my goodness me. And I had I had friends. Um, I gave one of my friend's husbands my car and he drove me everywhere. I couldn't drive. I was in so much pain. I couldn't drive. Um but people, you know, fracturing your spine, you think about, you know, betrayal and, mis- you know, trust. And you think that, you know, nobody loves you and all your support has fallen to pieces. Then all of a sudden your friends go, it's about time you let somebody help you. Yeah. So it's just been absolutely incredible. And I ask for help now. Like, you know, today I'm in in a lot of pain. I took my dogs for one walk and then I rang my friend and said, can you come and walk my dogs for me, please? And that's what he came and did. Wow. You know, I I think it's interesting. I mean, even though we keep circling back and we keep going through these challenges and we think we've got it all, you know, there (laughs) always comes a point in our life when all of a sudden the stuff that we've kind of been shoving in the corner that we think is no big deal all of a sudden surfaces and we have to continue that process again, you know, of going through that. And I just love that story because I think it shows that to us, you know, that even when we think we understand who we are finally there's always something more we can learn about that so oh yes great oh yes there's all I mean one of the great things about journaling and writing is stuff you know you connect to your muse and stuff keeps coming up you think you've you think you've sorted stuff and then something comes and comes along bites you on the moment goes you haven't done this bit (laughs) yeah there's this little thing in the corner that you haven't addressed so that's absolutely well I'd love to hear I mean she is a very seasoned author. She's written a lot of books. Um, She's done coaching, online stuff. She's so, I mean, you've got so much that you've already done, but I'd love to hear more about like what you're doing now. You have a book that's coming out when we're talking about your osteoporosis and, you know, fracturing your spine. The book that's coming out is You, Me, and Osteoporosis, A Guide to Healing for the Newly Diagnosed, Bewildered, and Confused. Do you want to kind of talk about that, what that book is about and how it's going to help other people? Yes. See, now this is interesting because I was writing another book and I didn't want to do anything about osteoporosis at all. I, this was resistance. You know, when we said something else keeps coming out the corner and biting you and saying you need to deal with this, I resisted writing this book. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be identified with it. And it just... I woke up one morning and it was like, you know, spirit has spoken to me and said, you have to do it. So I sat down and um, I just, I just planned it. I just sat down as one does. I sat and planned the chapters, thought about 
everything I was going through. And I, I tell you what, the, what I think what focused me was I, I joined a number of online osteoporosis forums, all different kinds, some on Facebook and some in different, in different places. And people were asking the same questions time and time again. And I could, I could smell their fear. There was this there was this sense of, well, I've just been diagnosed and what do I do and where do I go and what do I eat and what supplements should I take? And lots and lots of enormously helpful people saying, well, do this and do that and do the other. And I thought, you know, we are all completely and utterly different and unique. You shouldn't just willy nilly take a supplement eat a particular kind of food, you need to learn how to research, you actually, it's not just about eating food, doing exercise and taking supplements. And so I went from this massive resistance to thinking, you know, with everything I know and everything I've been through and all my life experiences, I actually could write a book that will help people go through a process that takes that fear away and says, here's some books to read. Here's some things to think about. This is how you research. You know, if you're going to look at a particular supplement, you know, do you have something else wrong with you? Are you taking any other kind of drugs? What is your history? Are you dehydrated? You know, don't just take stuff for the sake of taking it. So, I went through that big resistance. I saw all of that fear. You know, I went through the same thing. I was scared stiff. But because I am very determined, very focused and very practical, I sat and I, I left some of the forums because they were so upsetting. They were just heartbreaking. It broke my heart. I spent so much time crying for other people. But it helped to put me in a place where I, I knew that I could help people go from I'm scared to I've created a healing plan. So I just kind of, like I said, I sat down, I planned it, um, and then I just started writing. Before we go on, please listen to this message. If you enjoy this content, you can help with as little or as much as you'd like over at patreon.com forward slash luminousmind. These funds help us to continue to produce illuminating content with needed equipment and resources to spread the message of changing the educational paradigm. We appreciate all the ways our listeners help us continue this effort through patreon.com forward slash luminousmind. By expanding exclusive content, giving away gifts, and giving patrons first seen products on patreon.com forward slash luminousmind. Del Darley, writing to find your mission. Well, I love how you're helping people. I mean, uh, so many times we think that there is just one person to tell us what to do, you know, and we want to just listen to them. And I love how you're helping to show them that they're unique. And these are some things that we need to think about. You know, you're bringing those questions back in of, yeah. of things that we need to ask ourselves in order to find the right way. And 
the mindfulness is just a huge yeah. word in our society. I feel like some yeah. people really don't understand. Like you're talking about listening to that spirit of what's the best for you and helping to find those solutions. That's great. Any other things you want to say about it? Um, well, for me, it's actually it's healing again. What I what I did, Rebecca, is right at the very beginning. So I journal every day, well, pretty much every day, and right at the very beginning, I knew that journaling would help me. See, even though I didn't think I was going to write a book, there was that kind of little thing sitting at the back of my head saying, "You're going to write a book," and I go, "No, I'm not." But I, I what I did is I got a fresh, brand new journal. And I have written in there stuff that's going on for me, um, things that I need to research, you know, visits to the doctor, all kinds of stuff that I felt was important. And what has happened is, is as I'm writing the book, because your memory is not great. And as I'm writing the book, I'm going back through this journal and going, oh, that was the sequence event. Oh, that's how I felt about that. Ah, that's when I learned about X, Y, Z. So what, I'm, what, I, what I'd like your listeners to think about is, is when something happens to them, get a journal. Just get a journal. Don't worry about how you're supposed to journal. Just do whatever feels right. But just keep putting notes in of you know, visits to the doctor or conversations with people or how your body feels or a message that comes from a dream or a meditation or notes on things you need to research. You know, I was I was reading lots and lots of books on osteoporosis and I kept making little notes and saying, well, I, you know, I need to go and do something with that. I think people would benefit greatly from when the whatever hits the fan start journaling because then if they do decide they're going to write a book it's all there there's such a rich resource of stuff now the other thing that I would say is um, after I outlined the book and I wrote three or four chapters I stopped and um, I built a website I decided that I was going to start campaigning to raise awareness for natural approaches um, so I wrote I wrote an ebook. So you can imagine, you know, I've, I've had to sort out the email marketing, write the ebook, um, build the website, and I'm currently blogging every day this month to raise awareness. And I'll also then raise awareness um, in October when when it's it's Global Osteoporosis Awareness Day, and that's when I'll launch the book. But what what I think is important there is you journal, you plan, you start writing. And then you start your marketing plan and then you come back to the book because what happens when you start marketing, which is part of building your personal brand, is that you see the book in a different way. So they're the kind of things that um, I've, I've learned out of this process. That's great. And when you referred to me, it was definitely about the journaling and how healing that is for us. And I think you said it perfectly in the fact like just get a journal and just start writing. And it doesn't matter if you're a writer or not, is what I've heard with journaling, you know, just being able to write things out, like you said, helps with the memory, it helps with so many things. You know, what are some ways that you feel like, you know, and then this will probably work into what your online courses are about, but what are some, some setbacks that you see people struggling with? when they want to start writing and, and journaling? I mean, 
like we said, this is a healing kind of method. But mm. as we're working through those, I would imagine there's some sort of process that you see people just continually butting their head against the wall kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it, it's not just with journaling and writing a book because people get into that thing of, I don't know how to do it or I get bored or whatever. And, and I always get people to look at their learning t- styles. So, you know, are they an activist? Are they a reflector? And are they, you know, are they a starter, a finisher? Do they like the big picture? Do they like detail? Do they like fresh, new and exciting? I get people to actually look at how they do things. So, for example, if if, if I've got somebody who says, oh, do you know, I've bought a journal and I put it by the side of my bed, but, you know, I look at it and I, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do and whatever. And I say, so I ask them to tell me about how they do things. And I listen, um, I intuit people. So when they they talk to me, I kind of get a sense of things. So, for example, someone was saying this to me recently, and I said, so do you like fresh, new, and exciting? Yes, she said. I said, right, what I want you to do, I want you to go and buy loads of different journals. And I want you to put oracle cards by the side of your bed, and I want you to get some inspirational books. And what I want you to do is when you go to bed, I just want you to look at whatever's by the side of your bed and go, that's that that's the journal I'm going to write in today and I'm going to pick an oracle card and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold the oracle card in my hand and I'm going to hold a crystal in the other and I'm going to muse on it and just by saying to, to this particular person try all these different you know try these different things and always have it so it's fresh new and exciting it worked um the other thing people when it comes to journaling the other thing that, that people have is that they're scared that someone's going to find their journal. Mm-hmm. They are scared. <laughs> so, yeah, they do. I mean, you know, when I've lived with other people, I've hidden my journals. I've written the absolute truth in them, but I've hidden them. At one point, I had, I don't think this software is available anymore. I had a, an, an encrypted online journal because what I had to write I really did not want anybody to see. So, you know, you, you know, you, people go through that. Well, what if someone sees it? Well, if someone sees it, they see it. Tough. They shouldn't go snooping. Um, you can lock your journals away or you can, you know, you can write in an, an online journal. But that kind of defeats the object of putting pen to paper, which I think is the most powerful. So I think, you know, find a way of hiding your journals. Um, the other thing that people have is this. In terms of writing, they have uh, uh, lots, lots of self-belief issues. That who am I to, who am I to be writing this book? You know, who am I to be sharing my blog? Who am I to be writing this stuff? And actually, who are you not to be doing it? Um, so there's a lot of, you know, how do I do it? And then there's a lot of stuff around that self-belief. There's a lot of stuff about what other people will think. And, you know, every time I read, even if it's somebody's first draft and it's full of mistakes, you know, spelling mistakes and grammar and, you know, things aren't joined together. Everybody's writing that I read is beautiful. It truly is. It truly is because people are, you know, when you when you instill in somebody that you are going to care for their writing as if you would care for their heart, they will write. And then, what? you know, you know then I come behind and I can do the constructive stuff 
but you know you people are fragile you know writing a book is not just about getting on and doing it just like journaling is not just about getting on and doing it it's really you know taking time to instill people with that confidence that courage that mm-hmm. you know that knowing that they can get that connection to that deeper part of themselves. Yeah. Well, and I love what you're talking about. I mean, I just kind of had this um, this situation just come to me just a couple of days ago when I kind of reached out to my community that I'm with and, and asked them, does anyone want to be a guest blogger, you know, on this platform that I built? And a lot of um, one of the questions was like, I just don't feel like I have anything to share, you know, that anyone would yeah. find valuable. Somewhere in, in our conversation before, you talked about even if it just affects one person that our you know our mission has helped that one person it's worth doing just for that one person not only that i mean we've discussed numerous times how this is healing to our own self you know to be able to write these things down so i love where you're going with that is that what you feel like like your online course when you talk about planning your nonfiction book within that and then your your new one that's coming up of write your life story turning memories into memoirs is those some of the things that you talk about in the online course and just give us an idea of what that looks like okay so plan your nonfiction book in a weekend is very practical so one of the one of the pieces that people struggle with is how to plan a book and so i provide a, a process that uses all of the senses so you know when it comes to outlining for example um i get people to do something that's called step it out which is is kind of like walking your book but it's very kinesthetic and then we look at visual stuff and then we you know we 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 do some you know a bit more right brain stuff and then a bit left brain stuff um so an answer to your question, yes, but it, but plan your nonfiction book is practical. It really is about finding that core message and it's step by step about how you get the best outline to make writing easy. Now, write your life story for me is, I've, I've, like I've said to you, I'm currently planning it out and it's going to be a lot more spiritual a lot more I'm going to I'm going to put a lot more meditations in it so that people get really really connected to who they are and what that message is and and really identify very clearly with their ideal reader now you because you were saying that um you know you ask people to write on your blog and they're going well you know I don't know what to write about and I've got nothing to say so the write your life story will really help them to know what that is because by by using kind of meditations and journaling and some of those um, kind of left and right brains and kinesthetic exercises, people will uncover things they thought weren't there, but they've, but they've been there all along. You know, I, I deeply believe that everybody's book has already been written before they came to earth. And what we need to do is unlock it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I felt that way before, you know, that we, before we came, we had an understanding of that. And then now we're trying to find that again, you know, who our true unique self is that we knew before. So I love that. Well, and I love online courses because it helps us get a tidbit of what that person is about. But I'd love to hear more about your personal mentoring and how you're helping other people be successful in that one-on-one situation. Okay. So... Most of my most of my clients come via referral, which is great because, you know, people then already have a sense of who I am and what I do. And it's it's actually a very gentle process. So although I have systems and structures and pathways and methods and all of those things that you would expect you can't push people through a sausage factory that says you have to do it this way. Mm-hmm. So what I do is um, I start off by very much listening to what the client wants to achieve. Now, sometimes they have a very clear idea about what the book is and sometimes they have a vague idea that they want to write a book about X and it's through the conversation. So I, I'm listening very intently and intuitively to what people are saying to me and I'm trying to find out well what is it you want to do with this book you know why is it important what's that message whose life are you going to change and so we go through this conversation process and then we get into the the structured process of outlining a book so depending on how people like to work we talked about learning styles earlier I will create a process for them so most people, that's fairly easy. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes I struggle with the, okay, well, you know, if you don't want to do it like this, how about we try it like that? I remember working with, with, with one person and it, it, I actually found it really difficult. And then I woke up one morning and um, the voice in my head said, put, it, put the plan in an Excel spreadsheet So it's not an end-to-end plan. This was an outline plan. So I took a lot of the stuff that she had um, been talking to me about and I put it in a spreadsheet and she went, yeah, yeah, I get it. I can finish it. And I thought, you know, I'd never done that for anyone before in my life because most people go, you know, have go through the process that I talk about, but it didn't work for her. So, so it's a, Let's find what works for people. So some people can write their outline in one go. Some people like to do a rough outline and then write a couple of chapters and then come back. Some people like to deeply outline getting absolutely everything done and then they can write to first draft and then they need to take a break. Some people is, you know, we'll do a really detailed outline. And then what typically happens is it really doesn't matter what the outline is, whether they've completed it or not. We have a weekly conversation. And so we, we pick up the chapter and we talk about what that chapter is about. And I record it. And so when they're talking to me, I'm again, I'm listening and I'm making notes and I re- repeat back and I'm asking questions and I'm challenging assumptions And then what they then do is go and write the chapter based on the recording and I then come behind them and edit it. So it really is a bespoke mentoring service. It is 
I, I've got to understand you. I need to know why you're doing this and how I can help you be the best writer possible. Now, in amongst some of that, I don't often do it, but um, with one client recently, we were doing the book and she suddenly decided that she wanted to run a conference. So I built a website for her and did, did a few blogs to get it all started. So I did a whole pile of techie stuff because I have, you know, I have IT skills. And then, you know, we, we, we are then going back to writing the book. So I, you know, I don't let people get away with not writing. So, you know, I am I am strict in that way, but it's it's a, it's a, a very gentle, unique, bespoke process. And then um, it's, you know, I project manage them through getting the cover designed, getting the book laid out, uploading it to CreateSpace. If they need to find a publisher, we'll do a, a book proposal together. Um, I'll help them look at their brand, help them write a blogging plan, all kinds of stuff. Well, and that's really what I love about, like I said, with online course, you know, it's kind of a general thing. And I mean, it runs you through more of a process, but that's why mentoring and working with somebody in a one-on-one situation can be really helpful. I mean, if you've gone through an online course and you're still kind of struggling, getting a hold of somebody and doing that one-on-one mentoring is just so key to unlocking, you know, that mission for sure. So, and I'd love to hear how you feel like, you know, what your key message is and, and how you feel like it's helped other people be successful. Okay, so for me, it's all about helping people to connect to who they are so that they can write an inspirational story that inspires somebody else to change their life. It's kind of interesting, you know, I'm writing this osteoporosis book, but I have no, I say this currently, I have no intention of coaching anybody through osteoporosis. The book for me is about linking back to my core mission is to inspire other people to write similar kinds of books and to campaign and bring their inspirational message into the world. Well, and I mean, even though it's about osteoporosis, like we said, I think it's a book that helps with the healing, you know, and going through that for sure. Yeah. 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 Very much so. And that's what each one of our books can do is it can kind of help us go through that. Yeah. Fantastic. So I, I'm 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 a facilitator for stories, inspirational stories. That's great. Well, and I'd love to hear like um, what your long-term goals look like, or you know what your future might look like, and how that's working into the legacy that you hope to leave. Right. Well, I have wanted to write a novel for as long as I can remember. So, although. I have hundreds of thousands of words that I can turn into all kinds of books, which was my intention when I um, when I got ill in 2016. I have a series of novels burning at me, and um, I've actually started to outline the the first novel, and um, it's going to be kind of autobiographical in parts. And it's spiritual. There's the, there'll be a, a strong um, message in it. And I'm allowing my wild imagination to go even wilder. And I would love to write a series of books, fictional books, that have spiritual mess, you know, healing spiritual messages within them. Um, 
because that's what I find when I read novels, certain kind of novels, I always find a message. So I'd like my legacy to be um, for people to heal through writing, whether it is a personal story or something fictional. And one of my biggest dreams, and I really don't know how this will happen, but I'm going to put it out into the universe, is to get a novel turned into a film. But I'm sure all novelists would like to have that happen. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm just, just going to write this book and someone's going to find it and turn it into a film. But my, my, my legacy is very much about inspiring people to write. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually talking my I have a son that's a he loves to write. And we talked about that, how, you know, some writers do it turns into a film. He's like, Oh, mine would probably never do that. <laughs> but it is like the greatest dream, you know, that we can think of for I know. sure. I know. So that's fun. All right. Well, what an inspiration you've been to us. And I mean, I felt like I've learned so much from you and, and being able to see that, you know, you can continue to write. It's not just about maybe one book, right? I mean, sometimes, like your personal example has shown us that we can write a book and there's always a new story or there's a new angle or something like that. Do you want to maybe talk about that? How multiple books, because you are an author of multiple books, has helped you to grow and heal in different ways sure so the books that I've previously written um, I've written um, two books on executive leadership and they were written with three other uh, people we used to teach executive leadership and we did it because the one of one of our team is very unwell and we wanted for him to be able to leave his legacy so that was a very humbling experience to work with you know three other people to to write books about something that's very important in the corporate workplace but my my books that I've written by you know by myself I've written a book called writing to heal and I wrote that because I used all of the exercises in the book to heal myself you know when I was going through a really tough relationship time um I've written a book called Plan Your Nonfiction Book in a Weekend. And again, you know, although that is a book that is a process, it's not a story, it taught me about how to, you know, share my, my wisdom in a, in a particular way. I've written a book called um, Stolen Petals, which is, I've got, I called it a healing memoir. And it's lots of little stories of stuff that has happened to me and that helped me enormously and then I wrote well I wrote a planning book but it was called the conscious woman's guide to leaving your husband and getting a life <laughs> oh, so if I go if I go back to 2014 when I discovered the husband who was living a double life um, had things worked in a slightly different way I would have followed the advice that I put into this book this book came out of some of, of somebody challenged me to something and I so I came up with the title and I wrote it but it's a planning book you know so it's it's you're in a you're in a sticky relationship that's not working out and you have you know no money you think you've got no future start planning now so um everything I've written has been as a consequence of a place I found myself in my life 
I love that. Well, and that's helped with that healing, I'm sure, of going through that that process of everything that you've done. And then hopefully along the way, it's helped even that one person that's so, you know, that we're meant to touch. So that's great. So before we say goodbye, do you have any final parting words for our listeners? And then give us your contact information. How our listeners can find your books and your online courses and things like that. Your personal coaching too, (laughs) as well. Okay, so what I'd I'd really love people to do is to connect to their heart and know that they have a story to tell that will inspire somebody else. I mean, how they do it is another story, but they could write a book, they could blog, they could create an online course, they could, you know, build a retreat. But I'd love for people to share, you know, to, to really know that they can do that. They can write and share their story. Um, in terms of contacting me, my website is dale, D-A-L-E, Darley, D-A-R-L-E-Y.com. Um, I do have a new website, which is Natural Osteoporosis Awareness, which is where I'm putting all the stuff about osteoporosis. You can find me on Facebook as Dale Darley, um, Word Alchemist. So you just find find me there. I also have um, a group called Writing for the Soul. So that's very much about you know personal awareness and using um, journaling to connect to your uh, your your divine inner wisdom. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, goodness me, LinkedIn. So yeah, Dale, Dale Darley on all of those places. Now, the books that I've previously talked about, they are under the name Jackie Malpass. Jackie is my first name. And last year I changed, I, I decided to use my middle name. I'd always wanted to be called Dale. And um, I decided after everything I was going through that I would, I'd be Dale because that's who I wanted to be. So all my new books will be under Dale Darley. All my old books are under Jackie Malpass. And the Jackie Malpass white, uh, website still exists. So you'll be able to find everything that you need on there. Okay. I think that's everything you asked me. Yeah, that's great. Well, and I, I love how you talked about, you know, we live in a world now that you don't have to just write if you don't feel like that that's your way to get to somebody, you know, that that there's numerous, like I podcast, um, which is different than necessarily writing, even though it does require some writing. It's definitely, you know, my way to find out. And and really, that's what we need to do is figure out the best way we feel like we could reach somebody and then, you know, begin with that process for sure. You're just an amazing person. I've been so inspired by you. <laughs> we've been chatting. We've been chatting with writer, coach, and mentor Dell Darley. Our uh, website, dellDarley.com. She has a Facebook page, LinkedIn. I'm going to be sure to link all the information that we've discussed today on our website as well. But thank you so much, Dell, for coming on and joining us and helping to light our minds on fire on this really important topic of writing our story. I really appreciate it. And thank you. I really appreciate you inviting me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to The Luminous Mind. To learn more about Del Darley, go to our show notes, theluminousmind.net. Be sure to become a subscriber to our free email list and help us continue production of illuminating content by sponsoring us at patreon.com forward slash luminousmind to get exclusive content. Subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Google+, Pinterest, and now Instagram. To help us grow, consider these easy ways. Tell your friends about us, leave us a review, share our content. 
tell us how we can help you so together we can continue to light minds on fire and change the paradigm of education. 